The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. It's the Ben Maller Show here on Fox Sports Radio. My name we'll is Chris Plank sitting in tonight. We're going to do it live tonight. We'll do it live. And let's see if we can get through four hours, which the last time that I had the uh, the starting lineup, or more specifically in, in the case tonight, the true star of the Ben Maller Show, Eddie Garcia, on with me. We didn't quite get through four hours. We'll explain why coming up in just a bit. But, man, what a night in the National Football League. What a week ahead. College football playoffs coming up on Friday. And much more, man. I, 
I, I can't lie. I know that this might be heartbreaking for a lot of the, the, the Maller militia. As much as we talked about James Harden and the NBA the last time I filled in, which I think was what, Wednesday and a Thursday, Wednesday night and a Thursday morning last week, I, I can't get into the NBA yet. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Clippers losing by 50. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, that one team looks amazing one night and looks awful the next time out. I haven't quite figured it out. So I'm not going to necessarily declare this an NBA-free zone tonight. And that's not any kind of joke about zone defense or anything of that nature. But this is going to be as close to an NBA-free show that I think we've had in a long, long time here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm not fighting anyone over James Harden. I couldn't care less about the way games are going early on, and I don't know why, but we're doing all the videos now and all the features on Rudy Gobert for some reason. So with that in mind, welcome to a football edition of the Ben Maller Show. Now, a couple of key points before we get into tonight's, uh, to tonight's monologue and, and obviously diving into all the topics we hope we get to hit on. First of all, a very social media intensive, I think is the best way to put this. With uh, Roberto out, with uh, Koopa Loop producing virtually tonight. I think that's the most professional way to put it, right, Coop? Producing virtually. Uh, only the man, the myth, the legend, Eddie Garcia, and Chris Perfett are in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So, due to COVID protocols, we'll kind of be rolling caller-free, but you can't leave me hanging tonight because... Uh, your, your boy will be in big trouble. So social media is the way that we'll be getting after it, and I tend to have my uh, IV drip going all day long of Twitter. So we'll throw out the – we'll go Jason Smith on you. We'll throw out the hot takes on Twitter and then get your reaction to it here on the air. I'm at Plank Show, Eddie on Fox. Give us a follow. We'll be talking about it all night long. And then secondly, I got to say, today on a personal side here has been one of the – weirder days that I've I've ever had in my life because my, I guess you could say, nine to five, the day job whenever I don't get the uh, bright lights, big city attraction of sitting in with, with y'all is uh, working with the University of Oklahoma. Not specifically like going and, and checking applications or anything of that nature. I work on the Sooner Radio Network and we found out today that the guy that does play-by-play, the great Toby Rowland, unfortunately tested positive for COVID. So that means your boy is calling play-by-play on Wednesday for the Cotton Bowl. Which, by the way, it should be noted that no panic or anything, but the last time I called football play-by-play on the radio, I think was about uh, 2012, right? I mean, it's, isn't it like riding a bike? It's not like much has changed. But my, I bring this up not to sit here and hurt my elbow, patting myself on the back, or for anyone to say, good job. But when we're in there, because there's no good job about it, right? Your buddy's out. It's it's a double-edged sword. It's bittersweet, whichever other adjective you want to help me understand to use to describe this feeling. No, no, no. The reason I bring it up is because in the midst of this day of of kind of understanding, hey, you're going to be doing this now for a, for a game, maybe a basketball game, big opportunity. I know you're going to miss your boy, but here's what you have to do. A lot of social media reaction today. A lot of, lot of tweets after the statement was sent out this morning. And I, I couldn't help but laugh because in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, hey, good luck, go get them, enjoy, li- enjoy it, make the most of it, comes, uh, comes a tweet from Justin, 
literally eight hours, eight hours before we go on the air, in the midst of what might have been one of the cooler things that happened on social media, you, you see the love for your friend, you see the support for you. It's going well, man. It's it's what social media is supposed to be there. There's Justin in Cincinnati who tweets, hey, Plank, don't F up the Ben Maller show tonight. I mean, really? I mean, really? First of all, you can't help but F this show up. I'm just being honest with you. Because nothing I say, no topic I get into in the next three hours and 54 minutes of airtime we have to fill, nothing is going to make any of you happy. Right? I mean, I just accept that. When I come in on this show, I'm ready to get uh, torched. I'm ready to be told I don't know how to do radio. Um, I'm ready to basically have those who... Sometimes I worry about this unhealthy obsession you have with Ben. I appreciate it, but I worry about it sometimes. That as soon as you maybe even mention a sport other than football or a team other than, I don't know, in this, the Chiefs, oh, really? You're going to bore satirists with this. So thank you, Justin. But yeah, I, I mean, literally, I come into this, and it's not a joke. Every single night that I feel it for Ben Mount. Every single golden opportunity. And I love this time slot. There's no BS. There's no pandering here. I love doing this show. But every time I start this show, it's one of two things. It's either the two monster energy drinks, in this case, a couple things of coffee that I got, or it's that four-pack of Bush Light. And more often than not, we're down in the cold ones after the first segment. So thank you, Justin, for setting the tone eight hours ago. Day joke! But here we go. All right, I am uh, fascinated by what we just saw on Monday Night Football, and here's why. Because in so many ways, we can we can spend this time, you know, the latter part of the season, we're, we're, we're counting down to week 17, we can spend this time either doing one of, of a handful of things. For those of us who are fans of teams that aren't going to the playoffs, we start thinking about the draft, maybe where they bleeped up during the season, whatever it might be, I, I just, I, I can't help. I can't help but find myself not really being in draft mode in December and January, but but maybe more thinking about, okay, where did it go wrong? Spoiler alert, I'm a Raiders fan, so I spent a lot of time wondering where it went wrong. If you're if you're a fan of a team that, that's going to the playoffs, if you're a fan of a team that's that's either punched their ticket or has an opportunity to punch their ticket, you spend a lot of time thinking, okay, uh, where can we get better? How much of a true Super Bowl contender are we? Where are our weaknesses? Where are our strengths? A lot of times you get very mad if someone questions your your strengths or are very defensive if they point out your weaknesses. So it's it's a it's a lot of, I guess you could say, self-analyzation. But I tend to spend these last few weeks of the NFL season really looking back to the offseason and thinking, okay, who who really hit a home run? Because you know, June and July sports radio in, I think, Twitter sphere, blog talk, wh- whichever way you consume sports, is is typically all in on free agency in the NFL. Because, well, and maybe I should back up a little bit, March sports radio into April, and then, of course, in June and July, you have the June 1 date, which used to be a big deal, but now it's really not. It's, it's kind of, how's, what's the best way to put this? Yeah, it's, it, it's a little bit much, right? We spend so many times grading, so much energy 
telling you what was a great move and what was a poor move before anyone ever steps on the field. I mean, you go back to last offseason, and the Colts were the biggest idiots on the planet for making the Buckner trade with the San Francisco 49ers. My gosh, you just gave the Niners another first-round pick. Now they're going to uh, load up on more offensive firepower. Y'all are in big trouble now. The Niners have another first-round pick, and lo and behold, it's worked out well. Buckner's been a Pro Bowl caliber player like we've seen, and he's been a, a difference maker that has eclipsed probably any defensive player we've seen taken in the first round of the draft this year, right? So it, it shows you that in the end, we can learn a lot if we just are patient. And I know, listen, patience doesn't necessarily fit here in the, in the sports radio world, so I'm talking to a wall. But I bring the point up for this reason. I think we saw in Monday Night Football tonight the best move of the offseason that honestly, when it happened, kind of slid under the radar and was questioned quite a bit. And even though it didn't necessarily work out for one team, it may work out for the team that lost in the short term in this trade long term. Let, let me explain. Ben has a philosophy, one that I like to live by. It's the story is always in the, the losing locker room or the better story is always in the losing locker room. And after tonight's game, I tend to, uh, I tend to question that a bit. Though we'll spend a lot of time talking about the New England Patriots and their future. I think the most interesting story is in the move that no one really talked about at the time that I think has ended up being the best and the biggest move of the offseason in the NFL. Because the low-hanging fruit on this debate is Tom Brady, right? Because not only do you have Tom Brady and the evidence of what he's done with Tampa Bay, but you can look and see what's happened with the New England Patriots, right? So... New England falls just completely off the map. In fact, tonight tonight was the what first time that the Patriots have played a game at Gillette being eliminated from the playoffs since December 24th of 2000. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the playoffs and they're better than they were last year. In fact, the, the Buccaneers are the playoffs for the first time in, what, over a decade and, and Brady has done what Jameis Winston couldn't do when he was their quarterback, and that is not throw the football to the other team. But I would argue, as much as that would be an obvious and what I think in the end, you know, a, a debatable answer for what was the best move in the offseason, I'm taking my chips and pushing them all in on Stephon Diggs and the trade that the Buffalo Bills made with the Minnesota Vikings, giving up their first-round pick and going to get Diggs. And as I was trying to be in that, I'm bitter because my team isn't in the playoffs, where could we have gone right? What moves should we have made? I can't help but look back in absolute awe of what Buffalo did. They went and got Stephon Diggs. Now, this, is a, this was a good football team last year, right? I think we all agree. They made the playoffs, had that great first-round playoff game with the Houston Texans, which seems crazy now to think that the Texans were in the playoffs. But... They beat the snot out of the Bills and out of the Patriots tonight, 38 tonight. And it's been a season-long dominance for what Stephon Diggs has meant to this overall offense. Borderline shocking, right? I mean, well, he was good at Minnesota, but always kind of viewed and painted as a malcontent, tough guy to, to be teammates with, you name it. And Stephon Diggs hit everything that you would complain about with a Diva wide receiver. Well, lo and behold, after another big night tonight, 
He becomes just the third player in the 51-year history of the AFC East to top 110 receptions at 1,400 yards in a season. His 120, uh, 120 receptions broke Brandon Marshall's record of 118 for the most receptions by a player in his first season with the team. And it's absolutely unbelievable to think of how much more comfortable Josh Allen looks throwing to Stephon Diggs. So I get it when we're taking our little scorecard out and we're chalking up wins and losses in the offseason and you're giving away your move of the offseason that led to a team being not just in position, not just in position to make the playoffs, but maybe playing the AFC championship game and lo and behold, take it a step further. Man, don't look past what Stephon Diggs has meant to the Buffalo Bills. Their total offense from 2019 shifted from 23rd to 9th. Their passing offense was 26th in the NFL. Quick math, there's 32 NFL teams, 26 out of 32, not good. It's 7th this year. And they are 6th in the NFL, in the NFL in scoring offense from 23rd. Yes, the Patriots dynasty is dead. Yes, Bill Belichick broke a phone tonight. Yes, they seem to be in shambles. But man, stop for a moment and give some credit where credit is due. Because the biggest move of this offseason was the Buffalo Bills going out and getting Stephon Diggs and making that offense whole. Your thoughts on it. I'm at Plank Show on Twitter. Uh, Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Chris Perfett is running the show in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Before we hit our first break, let's welcome in the true star of the Bid Bid Maller Show, our Mallard. It is Eddie Garcia. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever. What's going on, Eddie? How are you? I'm I'm well, Chris. Uh, good to hear from you. Uh, awesome news about you calling the uh, the bowl game. For How about Oklahoma. that? Huh? That's fantastic. Congratulations. I'm, it's been a weird day, though. It's yeah. been a weird day because I've been, you know, this this monologue is the most important thing on the planet to me right now. So it's done. So I feel good about things. I can relax now. But it's uh, I, I I haven't called a game in nine years. You'll yet. be fine. It's riding a bike. It's, not, you, you're it's, it's not like it's changed too much, right? It's not like all of a sudden they're going to put a 12th guy out on the field and they're going to create a new position that's really going to yeah. throw me I'm off. I'm sure there. you're very familiar with all the players. You're not going to have to worry about that. Right? You know all, how to pronounce all the names just fine. It's, We're so you, far so good, yeah, right? Yeah, you'll be fine. I will say, though, I had to laugh because for some reason – I can't get it in my mind that it's Oklahoma and Florida in the Cotton Bowl, and I keep thinking that it's Oklahoma and Texas A&M. So hmm. I've, I've got to probably fix that before Wednesday, right? Wouldn't that be – that'd be pretty important. I, Though, I would say so, yes. Yeah, if, if I screw up the orange and blue jerseys of Florida for A&M, that's a pretty egregious error. That might be a fireable offense, to be honest with you, right? Hey, uh, I, I know we got to hit a break. But are you not – I'm shocked by how good Stephon Diggs has been with the Buffalo Bills and maybe even in that, how we've seen Josh Allen progress. Listen, we're going to talk about your Steelers a lot tonight, Eddie, and we're going to get into the playoff picture, but this has been completely seamless and incredibly advantageous for the Bills to have brought this guy in. It blows my mind how smooth it's been. It has been a great deal, obviously, for Buffalo to give Josh Allen a number one target. Um, yeah, it's – it. I mean, I thought he'd be a pretty good player for him, but it, it seemed like he had some issues in Minnesota a little bit. Uh, he was a bit of a diva, which is, I mean, it comes with the wide receiver position to to an extent. But I haven't seen a, any of that uh, in Buffalo uh, at all. Uh, and it's been to the team's benefit, and it's been to his benefit, so good for him. 
You know, that's one of the wildest things. That's one of the wildest things ever, and that is that perception that is created. And who? maybe he was an ass. I don't know. I, I, I just saw him want the football, and he had a bad quarterback in Kirk Cousins. And, I mean, what, Case Keenum the year before that? But, I mean, it's so odd. You hear about how a guy is a diva and hard to play with and hard to work with, and then he goes out and careers his next stop. Maybe the issue isn't him. But, yeah, I, I think it's the best move of the offseason. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Eddie, we had a fiery debate last night with Arnie Spanier, the Maller Militia's favorite, about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Rest up or get ready. We'll talk about it next. I'm Chris Plank in for Ben Maller. Uh, we're, uh, we're down Coop tonight, who is virtually producing. So hit me up on Twitter at Plank Show, at Eddie on Fox. You can follow Chris Perfett at Chris Perfett and, of course, at Fox Sports Radio. Where do you guys stand? Best move of the offseason for the NFL. We'll dive into it all night long here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show by following your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Chris Plank. He is at Plank Show. Furries kept begging him for basically sex. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Ever touched it? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios again, in for Ben Maller, it's Chris Plank. You know, Perfect, we might want to explain the the furry cut so people don't think I'm absolutely insane. We, we I, I think I've done this before with you. We absolutely yeah. do not need to explain the furry cut. <laughs> That's why the furry cut exists, because All I told right. you, don't, don't explain my tweets. And what happens? We have the furry cut. Uh, stupid Tony the Tiger is a sex symbol. Who knew? <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, we got a lot to get to on the show tonight. And I know every single person that sits in this chair in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio says that. I mean, I think I think it'd be kind of funny if as a listener you, you hear a host that's sitting in and say, like, I got nothing tonight, you guys. I'm just going to sit here and drink coffee and read tweets. But I don't think the boss man, Scotty Shapiro, would like that too terribly much. I also think we might be in trouble for pointing out how much of a mistake that was for Minnesota to give up on Stephon Diggs. But... But let me let me bring let me bring Viking fans back in. Let me, let me get that arm around him, that little hug. I think you're going to be okay with Justin Jefferson in an NFL draft that was loaded with wide receiver talent. The first receiver off the board so far, and I listen. I'm not ready to bury after one season Henry Ruggs, but Henry Ruggs hasn't been the guy. Jerry Judy had like 86 drops last week in, in Denver. CeeDee Lamb is is starting to come around, not really fulfilling my prophecy that he was going to be the number one guy at Dallas by the end of the year. I mean, Dallas's offense has had a few issues. I don't know if you've noticed this, but Andy Dalton is their starting quarterback. Uh, and then of the, the you know, you had Brandon Ayuk who hasn't been able to stay healthy with the San Francisco 49ers. But lo and behold, Justin Jefferson has been an absolute hit. So I, I know that this isn't, the Maller way, and I know this isn't the sports radio way to say, hey, maybe this ends up being a push. You know, someone's always got to be a moron that needs to be fired, and someone always has to be hailed as king. Well, definitely King Buffalo in this instance was Stephon Diggs, but I'm not ready to say that Minnesota completely hosed itself because 
Justin Jefferson looks like the real deal. Uh, a couple of quick tweets before we get rolling. I'm let Eddie get his update in, and then we'll dive into the big debate in Pittsburgh. Or I say it's a big debate. I'm a moron, I guess, for thinking that this would be debatable. Uh, uh, without a doubt, writes uh, in God We Trust 3, without a doubt, Diggs was a diva. He is getting what he wants now in Buffalo. Like all classic wide receiver divas, give me the ball is his only mantra. Honestly, I'm not – I've been around a lot of really good wide receivers and covered them as close as you possibly can. I still have yet to meet any wide receiver, whoever thinks they're covered, who doesn't believe they're always open, and who would ever be like, yeah, I think you should have thrown it to your second read instead of going to me. And – Again, it's kind of how you manage it, right? Do you lose your mind and you go crazy like Antonio Brown did? Do you basically complain yourself out of the league like guys like T.O. and others? Even though, I mean, T.O. is still a Hall of Famer, for goodness sakes. But I just, I mean, you find me a receiver that isn't a diva, and I'll be shocked. I don't really. Aw, shucks, man, that that, that Wes Welker, good old guy, or Jerry, I mean, they, they, they all want the football. I mean, there, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're always lobbying the quarterback. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just think that's kind of the wide receiver way. Paul writes, remember when Antonio Brown refused to go to Buffalo when a trade was in place? Hey, Antonio, how's your life going now? And then uh, Matt writes, I'm glad I put a futures bet on the Bills to win it all a couple weeks ago. They are legit, and I believe they can take down the Chiefs. They look like the best team in football. You know, that's the that's the thing right now is the term complete team is used a lot. Now, let me come from a, a, an area of experience. My rooting interests are for a team that is nowhere near complete. But with that in mind, I watch Buffalo play, and I think they're the most complete team right now in the AFC. That's not a knock against anyone. It's not a knock against Pittsburgh, who had a hell of a second half, and apparently Ben Roethlisberger taking over calling plays made all the difference. It's not a knock on the Chiefs, but you got to knock the you got to knock the Chiefs out. Or you got to knock the champs out to take their title. And when I watch Buffalo play, I see a team that can do that. Last night, right here, uh, let's see, would that be last night? Yes, last night, right before you and Brian No took over. Uh, when that story broke, the Blake Snell story, I thought it was a pretty monster story. And I know that we're in the midst of recapping week 16 in the National Football League. But when I brought up Blake Snell has just been traded to the Padres, which I think, what, we're still waiting on a few finalizations on that, or it's confirmed you, Darvish, as you said, the exact same way. Uh, passing, trying, passing the physical and all that. Pass, right, yeah. right, which is, which is necessary. Arnie wanted to get me fired because he thought it was unnecessary to bring up a story about uh, I think, as he put it, some scrub starting pitcher that's being traded to the Padres. Now, I ask you, as a newsman, Blake Snell going from the Rays to the Padres is a massive story, correct? I mean, we're talking about the Padres going all in to put together a staff, and Blake Snell, who, outside of the Dodgers winning it, and then Justin Turner celebrating it, uh, Blake Snell getting taken out of the game was the biggest story of the World Series last year, right? That definitely is a huge part of why it was is a big story. Now, right. now, granted, I, I live by the life code: never go agree ahead. with Arnie oh, on anything. It's okay. it's a good code to live your life by. Um, I would say though, on an NFL Sunday, I don't think you should break it down, but I think right. definitely think you should mention it. I think if it 
if it had happened any other time, yeah. Now, I want to be very clear here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not somebody who could sit here and proclaim themselves as a baseball expert to break it down any more than saying, hey, guys, this news just broke. Blake Snell is a Padre. How about that? So there's my, there's my idea of a breakdown. Yeah, no, not only is that um, the right thing to do, that's your job, <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't like you let off the show with it, right? No. On NFL Sunday? No, of course not. That that would be bad. No, it's not like it's not like we kicked the show off and it's week 17 is, is on the horizon. We just watched the Packers dominate, but let's stop it down. Blake Snell just got – so, I, yeah, I, I agree with you on that You're part. not exactly breaking in with, like – Right. Yeah. European soccer news here. This is Thank baseball you. we're talking about. It's still a pretty big deal in, in America, especially with a guy like Snell who like just won a Cy Young yeah, the other kind year. Of like it's, it's kind of a big deal, yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of, of fights that we had, it's, it's almost, I feel like in a lot of ways, Eddie, tonight is, is cathartic for me because I'm bringing all of our fights from Sunday night to you to help solve. And this was one that wasn't necessarily between the stinking genius and myself. This was involving us versus the world. Where do you stand on Pittsburgh resting its starters in week 17, knowing that they still have a shot at the two seed, but being locked into the three and having, for lack of a more professional term, a bleeped up schedule throughout this season in which they're I mean, they really didn't have a true full week off because of the way that the Ravens postponement went and other COVID-related issues. You a fan of it? You want to see them try to carry over the momentum from the second half against Indy, fight for that two seed, or you want to see them rest up? Where do you stand? Well, we talked about it um, with Brian No last night, and I was on the, the side of, th- because of the way they've played recently, and because they had such a good second half against the Colts, I'm almost in favor of them playing everyone and trying to keep the mojo going on offense into the playoffs. The more I've thought about it, though, considering that their bye week was all screwed up and they've talked a lot about how they, you know, that's, that has played a factor. Now, maybe that, maybe it has, maybe it's just an excuse they're using. I don't know. Only they can know that, right? Um, I am, like, if Mike Tomlin came out tomorrow and said, listen, I've we've discussed this as a team. We think our best chance in the postseason is to give our guys a break considering what, how this season has gone, I would have a hard time arguing against it, you know? So I guess I'm waffling a little bit. I'm com- Here's the problem. I'm completely waffling on this. There's no if fans or – if there was a, a an alarm or a sounder we had to call someone out on changing their opinion, I've done a – let me see. I've done a 180. I've done a 360. I've done a – I don't know if a 90 is a thing. But I, I can't – I can't really make up my mind on it because there's a part of me that says you're locked into the three. Don't worry about home field advantage. It's irrelevant right now. This isn't a team that's playing in Tampa or California, so weather concerns aren't going to be a problem for Pittsburgh. They're used to it. But then I was thinking about this angle of it. You can probably knock the Browns out of the playoffs too. And again, I'm not trying to tell you that the Browns are some – potential roadblock to the Super Bowl for the Steelers over the next three or four years, but you can kind of chop away at the foundation of what they're trying to build by reminding them that, hey, we're still the big dogs. You're the Browns. You guys are going to miss the playoffs because we're going to beat you. Now, I don't think that's as big of a motivating factor as getting your team ready for a potential playoff run, but 
I mean, I, I can't I can't make up my mind on this. This is why they pay Mike Tomlin the big bucks, right? And we've seen how Pittsburgh does, Eddie, with their backup quarterbacks, too. We had a whole season to basically lay out how tough it can be. So you don't want to risk getting Big Ben hurt. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big believer in not playing guys because, you know, you think they might get hurt. I mean, right. I'm not saying I would never do it. Like, if they have nothing to gain, then why risk it? Um, it is interesting, though, when the, I'm not trying to change the subject, by the way. No, but go with, ahead. But with the Chiefs, when you're going to have a first-round bye, do you want your team to have two weeks off, basically, by resting everyone? Because Andy Reid has come out and said they're going to rest a lot of people. That's kind of a interesting issue as well. You know, I could see if you don't have the bye, yeah, you want to rest guys, get ready for that opening round of the playoffs. But, if, but having two weeks off almost seems like too much as well. So that's an interesting decision with them as well. I found it fascinating in uh, some of the back and forth we were having with Steeler fans. It wasn't about, hey, whether or not it's the right thing to do. It kind of evolved into, well, they're doing it and you'll just be proven wrong. So, oh, okay, well, that's fine. But our... Are we looking at this as the right way to go? And I agree with you on Kansas City, and I, and we'll do a break. But when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, yeah, I agree. You know, you you probably probably um, feel like you can flip a switch, and you might be able to. But man, they have been staggered over the last few weeks. So to rest or not to rest, we'll carry that debate over from Pittsburgh to Kansas City next. He's Eddie Garcia. That's Chris Perfett. I'm Chris Plank. Sitting in for Ben Maller right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raccoons, skunks, porcupines, and owls are all nocturnal, but none of them can support our show on social media, so we need your help. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show, and on Instagram, go to at Ben Maller on Fox, and you can contribute content to weekly features, of course not this week, like Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Chris Plank. That's Eddie Garcia. Make sure you follow him at Eddie on Fox. Chris Perfett, who is in tonight. Coop, sorry if I'm not good. I, I should give Coop more love. No, no you shouldn't. <laughs> he's producing from home. Nope. No. I, I busted his balls yesterday, so I will continue to do so. <laughs> what exactly is he doing from home? Because his oh. main job here uh-huh. is answering the phones. He's right? not answering the phones. He also helps out Ben with some of his features, like Mallard to the Third Degree and some right. of the game shows. We're not doing that. So what exactly is he doing? Might I further throw Coop under the bus Go Oh, good. Yes, join in. I, I am also the one handling the podcast for, oh, for okay. last oh. night and tonight too, so I don't know. So, more off Coop's plate. So basically, Coop's sitting at home, burning sage, watching the show, or listening He's to the show. Something, I love, all right, <laughs> love it. Uh, how about this? Coop's my hype man. He's keeping me focused on the text messages. Is that is that work for you guys? Because without him, uh, I might I might cower at the uh, at the altar of the militia. So Coop's kind of my hype man tonight. No, no, no one's buying that. Yeah. Okay, I tried, nope. Coop. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. Uh, we got to. Nope, not. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, Coop, and, and no truth to the rumor that because of that massive matchup in Denver this week between the Raiders and the Broncos, that, that Coop and Roberto couldn't be in the same studio tonight. Nor is there any truth to the rumor, I think, Eddie, you might be able to confirm and or deny this, that Roberto's not here because of what our Raiders did to the entire Raider Nation on Saturday night 
which might be one of the most epic meltdowns in the history of not just the NFL, but professional sports. That took John Vandeveld and made him back page news. There were 19 seconds left in the game. Sorry, I just broke my microphone. There were 19 seconds left in the game. All you have to do is not allow a massive play. That's it. That's all you got to do. 19 seconds left in the game. No, we'll uh, let Ryan Fitzpatrick throw some bomb, and the next thing you know, you're blowing a game. like A game that's impossible to blow. I mean, I don't know how the Dolphins are good this year. I really don't. And I watched Tua. I mean, obviously, I watched that game a lot on Saturday night. I don't. I don't know how they're good. I, I don't know how they're where they're where they are right now, on the cusp of the playoffs. All right, listen. I got to stop because if I if I get going down this Raiders path, it would probably lead to massive amounts of of, of drinking, some sobbing that could take place. What are the different stages of grief? There's uh, eventually acceptance. Hold on. I I went through. I I just have to make sure that I, I, I got to the final stage of grief because there's five stages of grief that you go through. There's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I think that there's still a part of me that's in that first stage with what's happened to the Raiders this year, and that's denial. I think you could tell by me pounding my microphone here, there's still a lot of anger on that front. So at some point I'll get to bargaining. I haven't quite hit depression yet. And Eddie, I don't know if I can ever reach acceptance based on what happened to the Raiders against the Miami Dolphins. Unbelievable. We, we talked about it a little bit last night. And well, of course you did, because No's probably throwing a party. He's probably having the parade yeah. set already in Miami. Well, but you asked about Roberto, and I, I don't know if you know about this, but you know, Roberto and I also work on the Clay Travis show, and we were in a – he had corralled us to be in this big money fantasy football league by putting <laughs> Who our – Clay did? Yeah, by putting our Christmas bonuses on the line. Oh, my gosh. And so we R. did R. it, and we – well, we but we won the first week, so we were in the green. Oh, and, nice. And it was all gravy after that, but unfortunately we, we lost the week after, and then we lost last night, despite the best efforts of Stephon Diggs in the third-place game, which would, which would have given us an extra $1,000 each. But, <sighs> But anyway, Roberto was. We were in a, a massive uh, text exchange with with Clay and uh, Dub Yarborough and, and Danny G, all the guys on the staff, during during the Raider Dolphin game, and we had Josh Jacobs. And when Josh Jacobs slid at the one yard line instead of going in for the touchdown, Roberto was just livid. <laughs> and then after after the the outcome. He was like, that's what you get, Raiders. That's what you get for not scoring that touchdown. That's what you get. And uh, it was, I mean, we were all kind of sad, but it was also a little bit funny as well. I still think the best part of that, if you watch that play, was seeing the defensive back, and I can't remember who it was from Miami, that tried to grab Jacob's leg and drag him into the end zone. (laughs) I think smart, that, yeah. I think that was the best part of that. And and I mean if if we want to get into some sort of analytics debate, then we can do that. But I I'm not smart enough for those conversations. But still, I, I, I like what John Gruden has consistently said since then. Listen, no timeouts, nineteen seconds left in the game. They got to start on their own twenty, twenty five yard line. Yeah, I, I like my chances and you should. If your stupid rookie cornerback goes to cover, why do the Raiders Uh-oh. love to cover grassy green area? Okay, listen, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I mean, Jonathan, Ab- uh, Jonathan Abram did the same thing. Uh, he's Pat Mahomes. It's like, ooh, there's a patch of grass. I better go cover that. I'll leave this receiver uncovered behind me. This might be the worst coached defense in the history of defense ever. 
ever. Fire everybody. All right, now I've got my Ben Maller going. I'm ready to roll. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, I know we're supposed to be know-it-alls, but I'm going to embrace a moment of weakness because I think I've realized that I have more questions than answers when it comes to the National Football League heading into the postseason, or at the very least, heading into week 17, and then for many of us, the offseason. So I'll pose them to Eddie and Chris and we'll see if we can all get learned up. Plus, your tweets hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Plank Show. Uh, always follow us at Fox Sports Radio. We're talking NFL storylines. Can we get learned up in hour two? Chris Plank and from Ben Maller on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.